And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault, and it is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. With only one half of that team here today, Adrian has been called out to go to the hospital with his little girl who might be suffering a broken arm, which goes with the territory of having three small kids, as Ray Higdon is about to find out if he has one more child other than the beautiful, beautiful two that he's already got. Hello, Ray Higdon. How are you? Hey, what's happening? Never. And, te and technically, I have four. I have four. I got two older oh, boys. Oh, yeah. I got two older boys. So, yeah. But no, uh, uh, knock on wood, no, no broken bones yet. So tell me a story, Ray. You've been doing a ton more. You know, when I met you, you were on fire. And the world could not stop talking about Ray Higdon. The best trainer, the best coach, the best guy mm. out there. And I have watched you evolve and it wasn't possible that a guy could evolve but you evolved you were the best of the best but you did mm. not stop there and you kept going and my hat is so off to you because most people they make a little bit of money and then they start reading their own press clippings and they're off to the races just using redundant reused information but not you you are a different human being and you are the king of getting people out of where they are into where they want to go. So tell people a little bit about who the heck Ray Higdon really is, will you? Man, I got to hire you to come around with me more. Um, that was uh, impressive. Thank you. Thank you for all that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, I mean, for those that, that don't know me, um, you know, I had worked my way up in a corporate, you know, job making pretty good money, but realized I wasn't really happy. And uh, wanted to, you know, control my own destiny. I wanted to control my own time, stop having to ask permission to take my kid to the dentist. And, and so, uh, long story short, after a couple failed attempts at, at, uh, running a business, I landed in network marketing and, um, I wasn't in a, in a good place. I had lost it all in the real estate market and decided I was going to make it happen. I was going to figure this thing out and I had tried it before, but, you know, never really, you know, had much to talk about, um, but this time I was committed. And so uh, became the number one income earner in that network marketing company. And, uh, you know, from there, uh, just fell in love with the industry and, and I'm still in love with the industry. And although I no longer actively build any network marketing team, I've uh, been coaching and training uh, network marketers and leaders and working with companies over the last, you know, quite a few years. And really the two uh, transformations for me was, you know, one, the, you know, the very, you know, pretty public one of financial transformation of going from foreclosure to making millions of dollars. And then the, the one I've been sharing these last few years, which is the transformation of, you know, workaholic, really uh, workaholic struggled with being present in any kind of non-business um, context and to, uh, discovering what makes me me with different different tools to to help people with where they are and and so to go from that workaholic non-present never really happy full of joy or anything like that but has all the toys uh to someone that's uh proud of himself for the first time in his life and uh now i teach other people how to be how to feel good about themselves and their accomplishments too so a guy named Louis ariaza quoted rumi the other day and he said, you know, in my younger life, I was trying to change the world. And 
as I was doing that, I finally realized that if I would change myself, I could change the world. And that's kind Love of it. what you were doing. I mean, you were painting it with a broad brush, but man, today I feel like it's your broad brush, your canvas. And what mm. you're doing is so much more important than just showing people how to make a living. You're showing people how to have a life. And it mm. feels to me like that is your complete and total vibe. And you're bringing in a tribe to embrace that. And it feels good to you. So therefore it feels good to them because they can sense your inner peace. Is that kind of mm. true? Yeah, very well said. Very well said. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. And it, and it is, you know, um, so I do I do something that I, th I think you'd appreciate. Um, so every morning I do a morning journal and the morning journal consists of four parts. Number one, just overall, how do I feel? Number two, yep. how do I not want to show up? How do I not want to think, act and feel? And what that does is it makes me audit the day before. And, and how did I show up the day before? Was I kind to the waiter waitress? Was I present with my kids? Did I play big? Would I, was I a good mentor? Did I, you know, what, what are the qualities that, that I want to embody and how didn't I show up the next day? And so today, this morning was day 101 or 102. And uh, I've yet to have a day where I didn't find something that I could have improved at. And so I want to be very clear in that I didn't reach some mountaintop and now let me fix all y'all. You know, I'm fixing me every single day. And, uh, and that's given me just different insights, you know, so going from the, you know, tactical, strategic, do this, say this, you know, here's your hashtag to, hey, why don't we change something within you? And all of a sudden, everything you do is going to change. Everything is going to actually be more, be more meaningful, bring you more joy and, and more awesomeness. Can you teach that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it takes a awareness and energy, but uh, it certainly does. Isn't you that where can. you're trying, you're trying to take yourself there and your team of coaches, you're trying to get them into that kind of deep water though, correct? Yeah. So, you know, everyone, um, so I do, you know, we just kind of changed this up a little bit, but like with our, the people that work for, you know, for us uh, here at Higdon Group and work with us, uh, I do a weekly huddle where I do a training on, you know, this, this kind of stuff. And obviously I do this on a you know daily basis inside of uh, rank makers as well man i love what you're doing thank you i am going through a transition of unbelievable change myself hmm. and a guy said to me tom you know you're you got to get a good balance between self-esteem and ego and most people have a lot of ego and no self-esteem and then there's a lot of people that have a, no ego and they need a little bit and too much so you know so he said get it balanced and I said, well, how do I do that? And it was the greatest answer I've ever heard that made more sense that I have finally embraced doing. He said, if you want self-esteem, you have to do esteemable things. And I mm. went, wait a minute. So then I started writing down what was esteemable and the list was too long. So then I started checkpointing myself, just like Ray Higdon does all day long, and asked myself if that was esteemable. And the mm. truth of the matter is in the old days, 1% was esteemable. Today, probably 50% is esteemable. Nice. And I have another 50% to go. But what an exciting journey, because I'm finally looking inward to win outward like Ray's doing. Right, Ray? Mm, I, I love it. I love it. Um, and that is that is a really cool answer. Um, you know, to 
I think two categories that might might be helpful. And thank you, Kat. I appreciate that. Um, two categories that might be helpful is number one, did I keep my word to myself? And, you know, what am I saying I'm going to do? Did I do those things? Right. And that's to me, that's one of the simpler ways to increase your self-worth and start feeling better about yourself. And then number two, which is when you want that, you know, quantum leap, when you want that big jump is um, where were you defiant? And and defiant doesn't mean, you know, to some external you know, authority or whatever, but defiant to what you felt like doing. And so, you know, there are many days I don't feel like meditating, but I, I do it. It doesn't matter if I feel like it. And so when you're when you're defiant, which is actually the theme of our event next month is, you know, be defiant. And so when you're defiant and when you don't eat that last piece of pizza, when you do that meditation, when you reach out to those people that you don't really want to because you're, you know, you're lacking confidence or whatever. Um, when you do that, it, it, it really boosts you and you start to ask the question, well, what else can I do? And, and so this is, this is where you can go, not an incremental step, you can go a monumental step. And, and so uh, being defiant, I've, I've found is uh, just one of the major keys for me. Wow. Something to grip. So talk about your event. Is it still open? Can people still register? Yes. Uh, we, we, uh, this is our first year back in person. Uh, and so, you know, since 2019. And so we're, we're excited. Um, <clears throat> we have a limited number of seats in person. And then, of course, we do have a virtual option. And, um, and this, is, um, the this is really the first time. We've run some good events, I think. I think people have really liked our events in the past. But this is the, really the first time where you get two complete sets of processes. One is what are the steps to transform? What are the steps to completely change and alter your mind? And then and that will equip you to then get the set of processes to run your business and strategies. And so, you know, some events and, you know, motivation, you know, is, is not we're not really a motivational event, although you'll be motivated. Um, motivation is more of, you, you know, get you fired up and you don't know what to do. Um, you'll know what to do and you'll even know why you won't do it. And so you'll, with that awareness of why you may not do it, it will actually in, increase the chances that you will do it. When someone says, Hey, here's why you won't do it. Sometimes you can, you know, confront that and, and, you know, not like that. Um, but it is pointing out the reality. And so those are the two processes. And we have some amazing speakers, um, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Russell Brunson, uh, we have a, just so many top earners and just amazing, amazing individuals. So it's going to be it's going to be awesome. It is insane looking at his lineup. And we're doing an event the following weekend. And I had a chance to go down to Ray's deal. And I may sneak back in there anyway, just to Love stand that, in the back of the room like a bump on a log. Because <laughs> the people that he's got on that stage are so bad to the bone. Who wouldn't go? And if you can't go to it, get yourself a ticket to the virtual because it will change your life. And that's what Ray Higdon's all about is changing lives here. And all of you have got a chance to change your life. How badly do you want to do that? Where does it burn deep enough? So how do they find out information, Ray? Yeah, you can you can check out rankmakerslive.com. And uh, we have, you know, we we have you know, different ticket levels, right? We have extremely affordable ticket levels. And then we have ones that have all the bells and whistles, right? Then that's a little bit more of an investment, but you get a bunch more stuff. And so you can check that out. But we wanted to make it 
really affordable and accessible for people, um, whether they're even if they're coming in person or not. And uh, and so we put all the information on there. There's tons of bonuses. There's a separate, separate Facebook group. And um, and yeah, we're, we're real excited about it for sure. I will have all of you know that Adrian's not here. His little girl has injured her arm. So I want you mm-hmm. to say it to pray. But I just wrote that comment with rankmakerslive.com without looking at the keyboard and put it on the screen all by myself. So when you see Adrian, you tell, did I do that or did you? Yeah, I did it. I can't believe it. So we're going to take a break. I love the Genesis Communication Network. Ted Anderson is a friend of the show. He's had us on for 12 years. And normally they charge you for all kinds of airtime, especially on 500 radio stations. He's been our partner. He doesn't even make me sell ads. He is the best guy on the planet. So if you ever get a chance to meet Ted Anderson, tell him we love him with all of our heart. We're coming back right after this. It's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. Okay, we're on a little 30-minute, 30 30-second 30 break. You guys, would you go register for Fre- uh, for Fred's, for Ray's event, please? Register for that event. It's that simple. He's that good. And while you're at it, go to contactmapping.com. Have some fun. It's a party. We feed in to what Ray does. We can't touch what Ray does, but we feed into it. And that's the name you guys of are amazing. It's the truth. I can't tell you that enough. Okay, here we go. And we're back. It's Tom Chanel. It's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. I am flying solo today. And Adrian is such a technological wizard that I am, it's, it's, thank God he's got this great guy named Jason Kohler here to run the show behind the scenes. He's got it so dialed in, they don't even trust me to look at the clock. Jason's running out here with signs and I got, I look like I'm the Johnny Carson show. Thank you guys for keeping this old dog looking like he learned some new tricks, but it's not true. It's still the same old Tom. Ray Higdon is a beast, a beast. And in the next segment, we're going to talk about what gets you unstuck because you want to do that. But before that, Ray, what's, I mean, what's your life look like these days? What are you, are you still doing everything that people ask you to do? Or have you got some balance in your life? Are you living it with those two beautiful children that you have with you and the other two and just doing what's important or what's going on with you? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I mean, I think the big thing, so, I mean, I look at whatever I'm doing, it needs to fall under, you know, my mantras and it needs to fall under my marching orders. And, and I really feel like that's, you know, that these are orders that I've, you know, been given. And, and so the three mantras that, you know, that I operate under are help the person you used to be, which I've shared, I've shared with you, I'm sure. Uh, we have to be as brave as the people who need us. And the last one is newer. I don't know if you've heard this one, but uh, the last one is let me never be too busy saving strangers to neglect my own. And so if something doesn't work in those things, I'm probably not doing it. And, and as far as, you know, with the kids, I mean, the, my, I, re, I really fully believe if I look at all the different things that, you know, the accolades, the rewards, the trophies, the, you know, money, the whatever, uh, I think the number one thing that well, I'll just say it, the number one thing I'm most proud of is that I'm now able to be fully present with my kids. And, and I wasn't, I wasn't that, you know, for my two older boys, I was stressed. I was working all the time. I thought that was my job and didn't have a good role model. I, I literally, my dad, I literally don't remember one time my dad playing with me. 
And so I just didn't know how to show up. I didn't have a good, a good model for that. And, you know, you could say that's an excuse and it's kind of twofold. You know, one, I was dealing with a lot of my own internal things that I could, I wasn't aware of that was preventing me from showing up in that way. Um, but that's the thing I'm most proud of is to go from the guy that, you know, used to spend, you know, four minutes with these amazing kids and have to do something on my phone, right. Um, to, you know, not being that person and seeing the difference in their faces, seeing the difference in, you know, and in, in how our relationship has grown. And, and that's something that, you know, only took me 45 years to, to get there, but we got here. It's so doggone important. And to be with who you're with and be where you are is so much easier said than done. Yeah. And watching Adrian versus the way I did it. I'll never forget when Adrian graduated from college, I, I was already making a ton of money. And I said, are you going to jump into what I do, Adrian? Are you going to go into corporate America and sell your soul to the devil? And he said, I think I'm going to go to corporate America, Dad. And I went, what? He goes, yeah, do you think I want to be on conference calls during dinner for the rest of my life? And, you know, I, that hurt to the core. I bet. To the core. I bet. You know, my whole defense was at least I wasn't out of town on a, you know, I had all these answers. But the fact of the matter is, is that's what they noticed. And those yeah. of you that are on here, man, I'm telling you what, you got to segment it and you got to be with those kids. I promise you that they resent your phone. They resent mm -hmm. the people you're talking to. And if you yeah. can get hold of that and own it and set it up so they don't feel that way, you are going to have a life like you would not believe. And you don't mm -hmm. want to miss it. With, with, I don't care what it is. Now it's grandkids. Now it's my wife. It is crazy. Every day, why my wife, I have my wife on a rotation of remember. Nobody can understand that. Every morning, because I'm so busy, that it's so easy. She's the most unbelievable woman in the world, and she's so easy for me to look past, to go solve mm. a problem for a, a stranger. On yep. my app, contactmapping.com, I literally have her pop up every day, and I stop what I'm doing, and I go do something extraordinary, out-of-the-box kind, so she knows she is number one. And that's exactly what Ray figured out much younger than me. And his life's changed for the better, hasn't it? Absolutely. They're, broke they're, the gene. What's you that? Broke the gene. That's what's yeah. so cool. Yeah. My yeah. gosh. That is what's so beautiful. Because they're and learning. I, go ahead. They're learning what life is going to look like by watching us. And, you know, and sometimes they make a decision like Adrian of, hey, I'm going to go this way. Um and uh, and that's the lesson that, you know, that you needed at the time. Yeah. And here's the deal. I'm watching all the comments and trying to pay attention and do all the stuff Adrian does seamlessly. And I'm blowing it to smithereens. OK, so here's the deal. You guys, you talk about doing the esteemable stuff and you stop yourself. You can do it all day long where you're asking yourself what's esteemable and what's not. And then you answer yourself saying, OK, I'm going to go reset that and do esteemable things fix that one, or maybe the next one's not going to be that way. And it's going to happen to you all day long. If you want to end up on the other side of this beautiful parade, a grown-up version of Ray Higdon, that's what you want. Rankmakerslive.com. Go there right now. This is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Tom and Ray. We'll be right back. So it just happened, by the way, for those of you that think... I'm an idiot, which I am, is I did not. 
do that. Jason did because my hands did not move and it still appeared on the screen. So Jason right. did all that and gave me credit for it anyway, because he's such an unbelievable person. So we're coming back right now for a long segment. And we're going to talk about how you people get unstuck, unstuck by joining Ray Higdon in this new adventure called his life. And we're back. It's Tom Chanel. It's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. I hope you're having a heck of a time listening to Ray Higdon. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. Mm. You know, people all the time ask me, generic trainers, who's the generic trainers that you trust? And it is less than five people, less than five. And I don't want to plug the other four because I don't want to give them a raise airtime. But I'm going to tell you what, this guy is somebody that you can trust. You're never going to see him joining something, doing something behind your back, playing some silly game, not having the integrity. He is the real deal. So mm. go to Rank Makers Live and join his work. I mean, you people can get in your club for literally pennies and start the process to turn it into unbelievable network marketers and business people, right, Ray? Yeah, you know, we try to make things very accessible and affordable. And, you know, and we so we have like, for example, for our event, uh, I mean, you can you can watch virtually for very little. It's a three day, it's a full three day event with world class speakers and uh, you can watch it for very little or you can come in person. One of our options is ninety seven bucks and you can come in person for all three days. Um, so we you know, we think that's really affordable for most. And then we have do we do have the upgrades of bells and whistles if you want that. But if you're on a tight budget, you know, we, we got a, we got an option for you for sure. And so join it. I mean, go to rank makers live, right? They go there. That's the starting point for yep. everything you do. Yeah. Okay. So these people, that's our event next month in Orlando. Okay. So what's your great oh, rank makers? What's, what's it called? Rank makers live. Okay. Yeah. Just read the screen. Do not listen to me. Right. So yes. people trying to get unstuck. How the heck do they do that? Yeah. So, you know, there, there's a lot of ways I've studied a lot of different people and how they explain it. And my favorite way of, of how it's explained is through Spenza uh, and the concepts of neuroscience. And so the way that he explains it to me is just the most complete. And I've studied all kinds of different gurus and all kinds of different, you know, modalities and things like that. But the way that he explains it is um, you have these thoughts, right? So you have these thoughts and those thoughts are your thoughts, these neurological networks that are kicking around in your neocortex and your brain. They are, they are what is going to dictate what choices you see. Okay. And so if you are someone like one of my paradigms that I had for most of my life up until a year and a half ago was, uh, I'm not important. And you don't have to know the origin uh, story of that paradigm, but I, I happen to know. I grew up in a very abusive home. And as a kid, when I was five or six years old, other family members knew that I was being abused. No one did anything about it. So as a little kid, I created this paradigm of, well, I must not be important. The problem is that that's carried with me my entire life. So every business relationship, personal relationship, every, you know, my, my marriage, literally every area of my life, I've, I've come to that that uh, engagement with I'm not important. And so you'll always find what you seek, right? So if, you're, if you believe that, hey, I'm not important, you will, you will notice and locate information to verify that to be true. And so 
with these thoughts, whatever that is, right? I gave you one example. It narrows your choices. When your choices are narrowed, then you can only take certain actions and behaviors. That's your only option. You only, I mean, if your choices are this, then you can only, they're not this, they're like this, right? So you only see certain choices. Those actions and behaviors, if taken, you'll have certain experiences. The end result of any experience is an emotion. And that emotion actually reinfluences those same thoughts. So it's thinking and feeling, feeling and thinking, and the body becomes the mind. You are on autopilot. You're no longer the driver. You're sitting in the passenger seat and your body is just running the emotional, the chemical addiction of whatever that emotion is. And it's dictating your thoughts, your choices, your actions and everything. And so step one is just to become aware, just become aware of okay, you know, what, what am I thinking? You know, how am I acting? How am I feeling? And you start to become aware because only with awareness can you make a change. And so you can't, you cannot change something you're not aware of. If you're not, you can't overcome yourself if you're not aware of yourself. And so when you start to take notice, the very first time I noticed that thought of I'm not important, uh, it was a very uh, dramatic event. We were my wife and I were in an argument and I and I, I saw it for the first time in my life. But I immediately saw it throughout my entire life, the entire thread of how I projected this onto every relationship. And so it takes an act of awareness and it takes an act of energy. And so I had to have energy to be defiant to that thought and say, no more. I don't want that thought anymore. And so it takes it takes some work. It takes some energy and awareness. And so with that energy and awareness, all of a sudden, new thoughts, new choices, new actions, new experiences, new emotions, reinforces new thoughts. And so research has shown that uh, our thoughts are 90 percent the same as the day before. This is why it's so hard to change. And so if you're noticing how much you're stuck and you're constantly noticing, oh, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. Well, that's going to limit your choices. If you're stuck, then you're not going to go. If you're stuck, why would you reach out to that person? If you're stuck, why would you go to the breakfast meeting? If you're stuck, why would you prospect 10 more people? Because you're stuck, right? And so it's awareness and energy that is going to change your life at whatever level you want to change it at. And to make that happen takes mentoring and courage? I mean, cur courage is definitely a good, I love the word courage. I uh, like it a lot more than confidence. Uh, confidence is something you have after having courage over an extended period of time and experiences. Um, so I do like courage. Courage is, is a great word. Um, it takes first awareness because you, you just can't beat something you can't name. You can't beat something that you can't identify. I couldn't beat that thought until I saw the thought. And so it's, it is step one of awareness. Um, and so sometimes people will say, well, you know, hey, I'm doing affirmations, you know, I'm, I'm doing, you know, gratitude stories, I'm doing all this stuff. But that's a very small percentage of their day, the rest of their day, they're noticing all the things in their life they don't like, they're playing the record of where they're not and how they're comparing and how someone else is better off than them. And so they're for eight hours a day, they're noticing all the things they don't want. And that's, that's the hardest part is for you to stop that for you to interrupt that process which by the way, you're chemically addicted to, because that's the limbic brain, the chemical brain that's firing down neuropeptides down your spine to the adrenal glands that's creating that chemical reaction. And for most people, the only time they feel alive is when there's drama, when there's negativity, when they're angry at the traffic, when they're angry at the coworker, when they're mad because their shipment didn't get there on time. That's the only time they feel alive. So you actually start to become addicted to that chemical and you need it to start firing for you to feel alive. To break that cycle, take some effort. 
are you constantly in the conversation called I need to continually I guess what I'm trying to figure out is obviously we were all guilty of filing our future and our present into our past, our past into our future. And what you've done is basically got so complete on your past. It's not even trying to show up in your future anymore. Are you, do you constantly have to remind yourself of that or not? Or is it almost automatic for you? Uh, I mean, there's, there's definitely certain areas that, have improved to the point, like, for example, uh, social anxiety. I used to have very bad social anxiety. I would I would speak on stage and, you know, that was no problem, right? Speaking on stage, you're over there, I'm up here, no big deal. When I come off that stage and then there's networking and chatting and all this stuff, uh, I mean, I remember being at A&MP uh, one year, I forget which year this was, but I got off stage and I just had so much anxiety. I just rushed back to my room and watched myself with all of these leaders downstairs, with all of these clients downstairs, with all of these customers downstairs. I remember about to speak on at Funnel Hacking Live at Russell Brunson's event, 5,000 people, dream, you know, stage, right? Uh, awesome. And I'm hyperventilating in, in the lobby because I was talking with some people and I just had, I didn't understand it. I didn't know what, what was causing this. And I now know what was causing it, but, you know, that's one of those things I just, I don't really experience that anymore, but there are, but there, there are, there are things, you know, I, um, my friend, uh, Alex Hermosi, who I just, I just, I love his content. He's awesome. Um, he said that he noticed that successful people, they have, I forget how many traits he said they had, but really successful people, two of the traits that stood out is one, they believe they can accomplish great things. And two, they don't ever think they're doing enough. And, and yeah. I think that there, there's this, constant battle of celebrate your wins, but I could have done better. Celebrate your wins, but where else should I be playing bigger? Celebrate your wins. How do I impact more people? You know, and so it's like this, there is that battle there uh, that you have to manage and still be, you know, grateful and present. So inside of that, the brand new person watching here, you coach those people like crazy. Then Jeff Albertiers, then Angel Fletcher, the people that you coach at the top of the mountain that still give you credit every day for mm-hmm. being their mentor now and you were their mentor then, how do you pull that off? I mean, you can you can completely transform both mm-hmm. crowds. And I don't know many people that can do that. What is it about you? And what it is that, you know, how did you how do you even have the confidence? I would no more try to tell those guys that I just mentioned how to do something than the man in the moon because they scare the crud out of me. But you just step up to the plate and say, you know what, here's what you need to do. Even though they're already doing phenomenally well, you hone their scores. Their, I'll never forget. You said, Tom, one time, three, four years ago, you said, I could help you with that, Tom. And mm-hmm. I said, I didn't answer it this way. I was good. Yeah, you could, but I'm not letting you because I don't want you to see that part of me. But mm-hmm. You are able to do it. It's pretty cool. You're a kid, but you've got those skills. That was before Dispenza. How did you get that? I mean, one, they have to be hungry, right? Yeah. I, I can't help the non-hungry person. You know, I mean, you know, Jeff's a great example, has a humongous team, of, you know, humongous earner for a million years. And, you know, and he came to me wanting to get better. So, I mean, it starts with that. I can't perform miracles. People want, they have to want to get better. I can't force it upon them. And then it's seeing, you know, 
at any level, where, where are they open? And, and a lot of times the full advice I would give to someone, I just know they're not ready for it. And so I'm just asking, okay, what are they ready for? And so like, you know, how do we get them one step closer to, you know, becoming the person that they, they want to become. And, you know, and sometimes top earners uh, hire me and they're, um, you know, they want to make more money, right? They, they're still, they're chasing, you know, chasing that, that dragon. And, uh, and so they want to make more money. They want to, you know, propel their, their business and everything. And if they're, if they're not open to, Hey, you're trying to get results. So you feel better about yourself and that actually doesn't work. Can I show you something else? Right. Um, if they're not open to that, then, then I'll fulfill their request. You know, I'll, I'll help them to make more money. And, and that's, you know, that's great. Um, but I've, you know, been down that path and I know that, you know, feeling really good about yourself rarely has something to do with your financial results. Cool. Yeah. We got to take a quick break. We got to get out of here for just a minute. We're coming back. It's the Genesis Communication Network. It's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show without Adrian Chenault, but we're still staying on the tracks. It's a miracle. We'll be right back. Okay, we got a little tiny break here. We've done it, man. Higdon, that's exciting. Contactmapping.com. I am the great rememberer. That's my shirt that I wore today just for Ray because I remember everything. I remember Sabrina. I remember the wonderful Graham Thomas Higdon. I try to remember just literally everything because it's the most yeah. important thing. So you guys can do that. And that's cool. Here we go. And we're back. Final segment. We've got the, the great, the great Ray Higdon and his wife, Jess. So, Ray made a billion dollars prior to, two, to, to 2008 in the real estate business. Spun into network marketing. Not that much. <laughs> okay, a lot of money. That was figure of speech. And then we went to a, uh, then he got out of that because of the way that everything went imploded. And now his wife is now an unbelievable real estate agent. I was a huge stockbroker. I would no more touch a stock or a chart or than anything than the man in the moon. And my wife is now a stock trader. It no is so way. Crazy. Oh yeah, she gets up every morning and gets on the Forex and does all that horrible stuff that I told you I'm an, I'm, I'm an addict. If I did that, I'd be on that machine all day long and we would yeah. be dead broke living in a ditch. So <laughs> it, isn't it cool though, seeing your wife just yeah. go crazy on something yeah. she loves? It is, it's awesome. There's, you know, you know she, she had, uh, she definitely had some guilt around you know, hey, you know, the business, you know, Higdon Group, our company is, you know, like that, that's paying the bills, but I really like real estate. I'm like, babe, go for your passion. Like that, there's nothing a husband wants more than to see their, you know, their wife happy and, and doing what they love to do. And so she just, you know, she's very good at real estate. She's her, she's her favorite client because she does a lot of flips and she does a lot of investments. Um, and she, she, she has the eye, you know, she's really good at it, way better than I was. She's her favorite client. That's the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. Ray, future of network marketing. I mean, obviously there's a lot going on out there. Tell us what you think about that. What's the future hold for all of us? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you look back at, you know, just this last, you know, couple of years, I mean, what's to me, what's working and, and, you know, not that I have privy to everyone's financials or anything like that, but to me, what's working from my perspective is 
there are two two things that I've noticed that most of the companies that are doing really well are, are doing. Number one, they're not over controlling. And, you know, we went through, I, I remember not that long ago, a company announced that if you hired, and it was a decent sized company, if you hired an outside coach, you'd be terminated. And it's like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, would, would that happen in any real estate brokerage? Hey, if you hire Tony, you're terminated. Like, no, that's really strange. And so the companies that aren't so clamped down and aren't so controlling and how no, don't have a brand outside and no, don't sell a book and no, don't do this. Like, um, I don't know, man. I think a lot of the ones that aren't so controlling have been doing good. Um, and number two is if you really do have a simple plan for retailing, because uh, retailing is not to me, I don't, I don't you know, again, I haven't been around as long as, as some others, but I, I've been in this game for a little bit, right? 12 years, something like that. And, um, you know, to me, I, I, I've, I've literally never seen uh, so many network marketing companies doing so well just retailing. Yeah. And, you know, now I think there's some unhealthiness there of, you know, that they want to throw holy water at recruiting. And, and I think that's, you know, that's wrong. I don't think recruiting is bad because there's a you know, with inflation and with our, everything that's going on, I mean, there's never, there's never been more people wanting to make extra money. So let's not be stingy and, and, you know, don't share it with them. And so, you know, that's, that's my two thoughts, but maybe there's other questions. No, no, that's no, I'm just trying to, you know, so many people are want to embrace this as a career because the list is getting short of how to, how to reinvent yourself without going broke doing it. And franchises are so expensive. Obviously, it's hard to buy real estate without money. And this is a low cost of entry. The sweat yeah. equity with the right training can get you to that point. You can go start doing all the stuff that Jess Hignett is doing. But I just want to make sure that you still felt the same way that I felt about it. And that is we are in a frontier right now that is the greatest chance for the average Joe to bust out and become extraordinary. Do you still agree with that? I mean, I, I agree 100 um, percent. I mean, I see so many people that spend so much time and money trying to figure out their unique selling proposition, their brand, their avatar target market and, you know, try to figure out, OK, what what am I going to sell? And, you know, in the absence of knowing, you know, how you're going to uniquely build your own brand online, get into a network marketing company, learn all the things you're going to need to learn anyway. And even if network marketing is a gateway drug for you and you end up doing something else, you know, fine. But at least you're going to learn the principles that, that are needed in a very affordable manner of promoting, of marketing, of, you know, prospecting, of follow-up, of, you know, closing, of, you know, all these things you're going to need with whatever it is you would do in any kind of business. And so I still absolutely see it as the lowest risk, lowest overhead way for the average ordinary person to start a business. And there are so many people that would never have been an entrepreneur if it wasn't for network marketing. And so um, I still think it's it's awesome. And uh, we just got, you know, we got to do uh, a good job of how do we show up? And that's one of my missions is bringing more of, of Dr. Joe's training into the profession because we don't need to be bashing each other. We don't need to be putting others down. We don't need to be, you know, bashing this model versus that model or, or whatever. It's, um, you know, edify what you have, love what you have and, and rock and roll. And that goes across the whole board, whether it's politics, whether it's religion, yes. whether it's your sexual orientation, yep. those people are how they are. 
And the way that you are going to get them to think like you is attraction, not promotion. Making them feel like crud because they happen to think differently than you today is a terrible idea. Love them like crazy, then love them more. Exactly like Joe Dispenser, Dispenza talks about, and now Ray Higdon, because I believe that if I had to spend money on one of the two, I'd go spend it with Ray Higdon because he's got a fresh view of it. It relates to what I do. So if you guys don't go to his event, you're out of your mind. If you're not a Rank Makers Live guy, you are out of your mind. The guy is the best of the best. I love him with all my heart. Tomorrow night, he's doing a special broadcast on the ANMP Facebook wall. Watch that, too. I love all of you. We'll see you all next week. Thanks, Ray. Thank you, Tom. We made it through a show without Adrian, Ray. What do you think about that? It's impressive, man. I mean, I, I, mean, I hope you don't go solo because I think you guys work well together. But, uh, you know, you're like the Beyonce tonight, man. I felt like Beyonce. Well, I it was the Super Bowl. I love you, Ray Higdon. You have the Thank greatest you, night ever. We'll see you.